You're listening to the Sunday Session Podcast with Francesca Rudkin from Newstalk ZB. Heartbreak for the Silver Ferns in Cape Town last night. They've been knocked out of the Netball World Cup with a 46-40 loss to England in the final quarter. ZB sports reporter Nathan Lim is in South Africa and he joins me now. Good morning, Nathan. Morning, Francesca. How are you? Good, thank you. So the game was locked at 32 all at the third quarter time. Where did it all go wrong for the Ferns? Yeah, they did so well for so long. Uh, Every single quarter was tied up until that fourth quarter and it just kind of came off the rails a bit. Uh, They threw a couple of wayward passes, forced a couple of, uh, they were forced into a couple of intercepts and England just took control and the Ferns just couldn't get back into it once they gave up that lead and, and England uh, won the, the fourth quarter 14-8. It's, it's, it's really annoying because it is a trend that we've seen through this World Cup. It's the third straight game in which they've been right in it and then collapsed in the fourth quarter. Um, Cal- I spoke to uh, Silver Ferns goalkeeper Kelly Jury afterwards and she, she said that, that they just capitulated um, in that fourth quarter and uh, I I guess it undid a lot of their hard work, which is, you know, you can tell the team is, is completely devastated. Uh, the captain, Amelia Ranikanasia, was, uh, she had tears running down her face in, in the press conference. Um, they, they, they tried their best, the Silver Ferns, but at the end of the day, they just couldn't get enough ball into the, uh, the shooting circle. The English defence was just suffocating. And Kelly Drury, I felt a bit sorry for her. She was doing so much work, good work, forcing so many turnovers, and they just couldn't capitalise on that ball at the under, other end of the court. That intercept from Francesca Williams was only a few minutes, with only a few minutes left, really was the turning point, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, it was, and 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 the ferns are they're ruining, I guess, just basic errors that that let them down, and and that's what happens in, in really high pressure moments, high pressure situations. It's it's doing the basics right, and because the teams were so tightly matched, you always felt like. Uh, the momentum of the contest was swinging with every turnover, with every intercept. And uh, when when they had two consecutive go against them uh, in that fourth quarter, you, you could tell that they weren't going to be able to reel it back in. Well, that's interesting because I was wondering whether, you know, you had the feeling that England was always in control or was it pretty, it was pretty even throughout those first three quarters, wasn't it? It was, it was a it was a really defensive uh, game. There was so many turnovers, and the the, the uh, defensive pressure from both ends was just immense. Um, England veteran goalkeeper uh, Jeeva Mental was was giving Maya Wilson uh, hell basically in, in the shooting circle, and and Wilson really stood up. She shot at a hundred percent for the game. Ekinasio only missed one shot. It's just that they weren't able to create enough space to get enough attempts at, at goal. I think a- England put up um, sort of thirteen or fourteen more attempts at goal than the Silver Ferns were able to. So while they were accurate, they couldn't create enough opportunity. Um, the the injury to Grace Wicke, um, you know, earlier this week, that that really was the difference. I think she's worth about six goals just on her own. Um, Grace is is taller than all of our other shooters, and, and she provides a different kind of option. So once we didn't have, or the Silver Fins didn't have that sort of beacon and shooting circle to throw to. Um, they they were forced to change their game plan. Grace would have not had the same issues that Maya did, um, given her height. So she would have been able to contest even mentor a little bit better. And uh, the Silver Ferns just couldn't get it done. What about the other semi final, Australia versus Jamaica? That was another thriller as well. 
I know. That, that was the first game I attended just sort of purely as a fan. And I went and sat in the, the stands. It was There were more fans there than the New Zealand-England um, game. It was really packed out. And the Jamaica fans, they're just unbelievable. The, the singing, the dancing, the booing, they, they really controlled the crowd um, and the influence that the crowd had on the game. And what a contest because Australia and Jamaica were also super, super evenly matched all the way through a contest. It looked as though uh, Jamaica were, were going to snatch it but the Australians, they know how to close out games. They've got that experience. Jamaica probably um, panicked a little bit, got a bit much and threw a couple of passes that they probably regret. And the Australians just closed it out. There's something sort of foreboding about um, Australia in another final. So I hope I don't have to share a plate ride home with any Australian fans. <laughs> I'm sure you will. So the Silver Ferns face Jamaica tonight in the bronze medal match. Can we beat them? Yeah, it's, it's, it's going to be tough. Obviously, Jamaica inflicted that 11 goal loss, uh, on the ferns a couple of days ago. They've got this shooter, Janelle Fowler. She's two meters tall. She's like, I sort of thought she's like, uh, when you, when you play a video game, a sports video game, and you can create your own character and you just max out all of the stats so that they can just dominate. That's Janelle Fowler. Um, she's just unstoppable in that shooting circle, and I, I think that Dame Nolene Toto will sort of change up how uh, she plans to try and disrupt the ball getting into Fowler. Kelly Jury was in the midcourt in that game. She might move back into the shooting circle because what they were doing before wasn't working. Nathan, there's going to be a lot to reflect on here What in this tournament because this is the, only the third time the Ferns haven't made the final of a World champ since it began in 1963. What does it mean for the Silver Ferns? Well, it's not so much what it means for the Silver Ferns, it's more what it means for World Netball. So for so many decades, the World Cups have always been a question of, okay, who's going to win Australia or New Zealand? But what we've seen over the last sort of few years is that you've got now got three other sides those being England, Jamaica, South Africa, who have risen to the level just about of Australia and New Zealand. And obviously, it seems as though Jamaica and perhaps England have surpassed New Zealand in that regard. Um, so, it, look, this tournament is, is a really, really positive advertisement for World Netball. It shows the growth in the sport all over the world. That draw for South Africa with New Zealand, that, that result was just huge um, for the hosts. It sort of ignited everything. And uh, to, to see the likes of Jamaica pushing Australia that close, um, you'd expect Australia to probably go on and win. But, uh, you know, England also knocking off Australia in pool play and uh, New Zealand uh, just hours ago. It, it shows that the sport is thriving on a global level. Thanks so much, Nathan. That was our ZB Sports reporter, Nathan Lim, in South Africa. It is 12 to 10. News Talk ZB. For more from the Sunday session with Francesca Rudkin, listen live to News Talk ZB from 9am Sunday or follow the podcast on iHeartRadio.